We are joined right now by a tight end for the San Francisco 49ers. He is now in his seventh year in the league. He is a four-time Pro Bowler, a three-time All-Pro. This season, he's got 46 receptions, 667 receiving yards. He's got five TDs. The 49ers are 8-3. and three. They're first in the NFC West. They've got a big one Sunday. They take on Philadelphia. He appears today courtesy of Alka-Seltzer. I'm talking about George Kittle. George, what's going on? Good to have you back. How are you? Jim, thanks for the intro, man. You're just you're just so good at those. I appreciate you. <laughs> Dude, and you're really good at football, bro. I appreciate you. Hey, let me ask you. Go back to Thanksgiving <laughs> Day for a minute. You, you had to work on Thanksgiving Day. Not ideal, but did that beating you put on Seattle in their house make it any better? And how good do you feel about the team overall as you head into December? You know, I will say... I feel like my whole football career, I'm always working on the holidays, you know, especially since college, you know, you're always just kind of grinding through that. And I will say watching Thanksgiving games my entire life growing up and watching John Madden cut the turkey, um, it was an honor to play on Thanksgiving, especially with that John Madden patch on there. So we were really happy about that. And also beating Seattle in Seattle is always a great thing. That should always be celebrated. But the fact that it was on Thanksgiving, we got to eat some turkey legs, made it uh, 10 times better. George Kittle joining us. You knew I was going there next. I mean, even though you worked on Thanksgiving, you were not. You were not going to be denied some turkey. So you're doing a post-game interview. You've got teammates Christian McCaffrey and Jake Moody there. Next thing you know, you're running for daylight with a platter. Dude, how did you end up with the entire bird? Well, all the legs were gone. Actually, the sides were actually really tasty, too. Everything was still warm, which I was very impressed with. I had to say that. Shout out to them. But, um... I was about to step away. I was the last guy at the table because I was actually hungry and eating. They're like, hey, do you want the turkey? And I said, you don't have to ask me twice. And so I decided to snag it, and I took off for it, you know, threw a couple legs up to the, to the fans out there. Actually, the first leg I threw out, uh, the fan dropped it. So we'll have to get him back in the get, in the, get him in the lab, and I'm on the jugs machine. But he'll be better next week. <laughs> Dude, hit him in a bad spot. Hit him in his hands. Like I was going to say, I bet you saw that bird all the way in, and then it was all about YAC. And, of course, it's about the guy getting you the bird, except not really because you just snatched it, which brings me to a long way of saying your quarterback, Brock Purdy. How would you describe the chemistry and the rapport you've developed with him since he took over as a starter last season? You know, I think I can speak for everybody on my like on our offense, and we're just – we're continually like impressed with the things that Brock does all the time, just because of, I mean, his consistency every single day, um, his the, the relationship that he's built with all of our skill players, all the guys that he gets the ball to, it's pretty amazing. And like we all feel that comfortability, comfortability with him. Sorry, and uh, he just does su- he just got such a knack with the ball. And also like when you have a when you have a quarterback that when he steps into the huddle and ten eyes, ten sets eyes just snap to him and listen to every single word that he says, whether um, you know, whether it's the play call, whether it's, hey, like, you know, we got to get this one or whatever it is, he just lifts players up our entire offense. He lifts us all up to be playing at a higher level. And when you're lifting up a guy like Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, Brandon IU, Kyle Ustrek, Christian McCaffrey, and our whole line, it's just taking us to a whole nother step there. So Brock is, you know, he is the he's the engine, and it's, it's pretty fun to play with him right now. Dude, that is incredible praise. I can appreciate that. George Kittle joining us. And, George, I mentioned your overall numbers – even more impressive when you consider the majority have come in recent weeks, like you had 18 receptions in the first six games and then have really taken over in recent weeks. What has changed for you as the season has gone on and enabled you to once again impose your will on defenses? 
Well, Jim, you know, I always feel like I can. You know, you just got to get the opportunity with the football, and, you know, that just kind of comes and goes with our offense. We, Like I said, we have so many guys that can do so much with the football and so many guys that get great one-on-one matchups, guys that, you know, can die, slice and dice zones. And, um, you know, I'm not really going to complain about it. You know, Coach Shanahan, he, he does his best to scheme us all up and give us our all, fair, our, all of us our own fair share. And, um, you know, it is what it is. If there's a game where I have one target, is that my favorite? No, but we, we're getting a dub, and – I'm excited about that, and all I really want to do is win a football game, and you know I want to win a lot of football games and ultimately win a Super Bowl. So as long as we're winning, and you know I can control the game and the run game, and you know if I can help guys get open the pass game, I know the ball is going to come to me at some point. You know that, I feel like that's just football karma. You know you just you do everything the right way, and eventually the ball will find you. And then I had like a three week three week stretch with like 350 yards and uh, like three or four touchdowns. So whatever it is, you know. I'm, I'm just going to continue to play football at a high level, focus on what I can control, and when the ball finds me, I just got to make sure I do a lot of really good things with it so they keep feeding me the rock. Sort of thought you'd go there. I th- sort of thought you'd go there, George. The thing is, there's only one rock. There's only one football, and there's a lot of guys on that offense that can make a lot of plays, so I think that's the perfect mindset. So you're getting ready to take on Philadelphia in a rematch of last year's NFC Championship game. Are you going to tell me that it's just the next game on the schedule, therefore it's the most important game, or is this one different? Is it personal, given that they ended your season last January and they currently have the best record in the league? You know, um, for me personally, it's um, it's week 12, week 13, and it's one of the – I mean, it's the biggest game on the schedule. It's the next one. It's a fantastic football team, a team who doesn't lose – they find every single way to win, whether it's overtime, whether it's grimy weather. You know, their players are making plays, and this is going to be our toughest challenge, in my opinion, you know, so far this season. And um, also probably one of the most hostile environments besides Seattle last week. And it's going to be a fantastic game, and I'm just really looking forward to it. Um, I don't really hold on to grudges or anything like that. There's not really that many people I don't like. Uh, I kind of love everybody. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to get my best shot and, you know, a very physical 49ers team. Hey, George, is there anybody you don't like? Not really, man. I'm kind of a huge fan of everybody. I just, I don't know why. I don't really hold grudges. Um, you know, there might be a player or two that, you know, maybe cross the line talking crap to me on a football field that I might remember once in a while. But besides that, I, I'm pretty I'm pretty let loose and, you know, bygones are bygones. And I'm just going to have a great time with anybody that wants to have a conversation with me. Dude, I, I think that's an amazing attitude. What a great way to go through life. Like, you're not running on hate. You're not running on that fuel. So what kind of fuel are you running on? Oh, man, are you kidding me? I play I play in the NFL, Jim. I, in my opinion, I have, like, the best job ever besides probably being a dad. I'll get there at some point. But, I mean, I kind of run on uh, love, happiness, and joy, baby. It's the best. Like I said, the best attitude. So you've teamed up with Alka-Seltzer, as I mentioned at the very top. What are the deets? What are you doing with those folks? Well, you know, that's a great segue, actually. I told you I run off of, uh, you know, love, joy, happiness, hitting people once in a while. And I like to, you know, I like to have fun on and off the field. And some would say I like to go big. And so Alka-Seltzer just wants all of its fans to go big of, you know, watching football games. And not have to miss anything for going too big on their, you know, off days. So they miss things on Sundays and Saturdays. So all they want to do is me and Alka-Seltzer are teaming up, too. And one of the coolest parts about it is, is I've been using Alka-Seltzer since pretty sure high school, maybe college. And it's a product that I've used. And so the fact I get to partner with them is really fun. Um, and all they want, they just want fans to be feeling good and feeling like themselves so they can go out there and watch all these awesome football games that are being played at the end of the season.
I like it. Great. Hey, listen, one last thought on the way out. Your alma mater, Iowa, has got a big one against Michigan in the conference championship game. They've been able to grind out a really nice season given what is, well, my dude, a pretty anemic offense. In fact, as somebody who knows a little bit about scoring the ball and having played offense and played there, what kind of thoughts do you have watching them play offense this year? Watching them play offense? Yes. You know what? I think they're what last in the last in the NCAA in yards per game with under 250 yards. But I will say this: what their offense is doing really well is they're holding on to the rock and they're not having a lot of turnovers. I think that's one of the best things that you can do as an offense. If you're not scoring a lot of points, your your defense and your special teams have to be you know doing a lot for you. And I think that they are. And they, our defense is you know top tier in almost every statistical category, doing a great job. And um, our special teams unit is doing a great job, too, kicking game-winning field goals. They have the best punter in the nation, which helps out a lot, too. And as long as your offense doesn't turn the ball over and you're you know, holding on to that ball so the other team can't score, you have a chance to win every single game. And you know, I think that's just a kudos to uh, you know, Coach Ferentz, Phil Parker, LeVar Woods. You know, they're ahead coaching staff. And uh, just pulling this team together through this. They've had an onslaught of injuries, too, man. It's been crazy. They're on their third-string tight end, second-string quarterback. They're, you know – third, fourth-string wide receivers, and they're just out there every single game day somehow finding a way to win a game and talk about a greedy team and never know what's going to happen you know, in a championship game. So good luck to Iowa and not good luck to Michigan. <laughs> so we'll see what happens on Saturday. You yourself got a big, big weekend. George Kittle joining us today, courtesy of Alka-Seltzer. Big dude, so good to have you back, man. Appreciate the love and the joy and the positive energy and the great vibes, George. Great talking to you. Jim, always a pleasure, man. Until next time. Until next time. Appreciate it. George Kittle joining us.